0: Hello everyone, it is Zach and Matt here from Enrollify. Welcome to Second Look, your weekly briefing on the latest higher ed marketing trends that are worth keeping tabs on. We took last week off for Memorial Day, but we are back. Second Look is the podcast version of Enrollify's weekly newsletter, The Minute, and Matt is the managing editor of The Minute. He spends time every week scouring the internet for the trends that are most crucial for enrollment marketers to be paying attention to. Matt, you ready to dive into this week's show? Yeah, let's do it, Zach. Fantastic. Okay, so in mid-May, Facebook Shops was officially launched, um, which was an initiative of Facebook with the uh, the primary focus of helping small businesses tackle the myriad difficulties of digital transformation amid the COVID-19 crisis. In a nutshell, businesses can create a Facebook shop page that integrates with their Shopify. They can add things like custom colors and images to the product and service offerings. Matt, talk to us a little bit about how, enrol- how enrollment marketers might be able to use Facebook shop pages in their context?
1: Yeah, definitely. So first and foremost, it's crucial to understand that really the big value add of these pages is that users can purchase these offerings directly within Facebook shops or link to these offers on the company's website. So how might enrollment marketers take advantage of these pages? Well, what if you could recreate the experience of sitting in a classroom, touring campus, or even shopping in the campus bookstore all within Facebook? For enrollment marketers looking to try Facebook shops and willing to try it out, there could be ample opportunities here to engage prospective students on the platform. You know, replace those products and services with your school's free marketing content like ebooks, guides, even faculty research. And you can create a prospective student storefront, more or less. Think digital resource library, something that can drive engagement and conversions.
0: So it's almost like this splash page that could be embedded. Uh, you know, without without the user having to leave Facebook within the actual Facebook feed themselves, but gives them a little bit more context into the uh, ebook offerings, the program offerings of an institution. that's that's really, really neat and I think that, that sort of experience is absolutely worth testing, especially if your school has a robust, uh, you know, a library of content. So, love this idea. Would be would uh, love to hear if anyone's already has already experimented with Facebook Shops. If you want to just send us an email, that'd be awesome, and we'd love to hear what your experience of them have been thus far. All right. So, moving right along here. Over the last several weeks, there have been a number of surveys. Uh, conducted around the impact COVID nineteen has had on the learning and well being of college students. One of these surveys, uh, Matt, that you talk about in this uh, this past week's edition of the minute, was from the State Council of Higher Education for uh, excuse me, the State Council of Higher Education for Virginia. And this survey noted that 80% of students expressed concerns over their academic performance as a result of the transition to online learning, and 76% expressed mental health concerns due to anxiety, the cancellation of you know, major milestones like graduation, uh, and the well-being of, of their families. What are a couple of tactical takeaways for enrollment marketers that, that this survey highlights, Matt?
1: Yeah, definitely. So, you know, we stressed a lot about double and even triple checking your communications in the age of COVID. Um, But, you know, just auditing, augmenting, quadruple checking those communications that are being sent to students right now, from email drip campaigns to digital ad campaigns. It's really crucial to note that student stressors extend beyond just fears about online learning or even affording tuition. And some of this may sound really obvious, but the data overwhelmingly suggests that students need more communication and understanding right now than ever before.
0: Yeah, no, I, I I can't couldn't agree with that more and you know there are a myriad of of surveys out there. Matt you talked about one from um, niche.com in last week's edition and I if you if you're listening to the show and you haven't been tuned into uh, these surveys that people like Carnegie Dartlet and, and Niche.com are doing, highly recommend that you go and um, read through their survey results. A lot of these are are being updated weekly too, so you can sort of see at, at least at uh, like Niche.com, what they're doing is every week they're updating data. I think CapEx is doing this as well with the latest and um, the latest findings from their surveys. And it's just fascinating. So if you haven't been following these, these surveys, please do so uh just you know google you know things like niche.com, uh covid-19 surveys and you'll stumble upon the right uh, landing page with these results so Matt, we've talked a little bit about how students are feeling and um but i'm curious uh you know one of the things that you talked about in this past week's edition uh actually excuse me it was uh last week's edition the uh the the week that we did not have a second look uh, episode recording um and in that edition you talked about a uh, a survey that Kira Talent had done on the admission side of things. So they had done a survey of how admissions teams are, are faring right now. Uh, and I believe they asked over 250 schools across uh, the U.S., uh, Europe, and Asia about how their admissions team's response to COVID-19 has gone, how they're feeling. Can you share some of these uh, findings with us?
1: Absolutely. So about 81% of enrollment professionals in this survey claimed they extended deadlines for at least one phase of their admissions process, and more than 50% of these respondents either changed policies to add flexibility for international students, to add one-on-one phone chats with candidates, or to even uh, create more options in terms of deferrals for students. Uh, More than half of the respondents expressed worries that they wouldn't be able to fill their classes, and of the many factors contributing to their concerns about putting butts in seats this fall, 58% cited concerns due to travel restrictions, 54% cited concerns about students' uncertainty about financial commitments, and 54% cited concern about students deferring their enrollment if programs become online this September. While many of these decisions are really not in the hands of enrollment professionals, being flexible on deadlines, extensively communicating with prospective students and improving accommodations for those international students may help improve all numbers.
0: Yeah, I think what... People should be especially cognizant of, and, and you know, not to beat a dead horse here, but everything that we're reading and everything that we're seeing is suggesting that there's no such thing as overcommunication right now. And in a reality where uh, students are totally unsure about what's going to happen if, you know, at their institution this fall, whether they're going to be able to be on campus, whether there's going to be a hybrid model, whether they're, they're going to be fully online. I think admissions teams, the admissions teams that I'm hearing good things about that are are being praised well by their both prospective students and existing students are the teams that are going over and above to frequently communicate, even if those communications aren't Completely concrete, right? Just the fact that they're saying, "Hey, you know, we know uh, you're you're wondering what's going to happen this fall. Here's what we're working on. Here's why this is complicated, etc." In fact, just anecdotally, I was speaking with my sister who is a uh, a college student at a big public state university here in Virginia. Um, one of the things she was saying last night was just that. It would be, she would really, really appreciate just a, a, something like a bi weekly, if not a weekly update on, okay, hey, here's what we're at. Here's what we're thinking about. Here are the various things that we're exploring. And so I think for what is with, while there's so much that is uh, outside of your power as an admissions team right now, what is within your power is the ability to communicate with your prospective students. And so, you know, the, my like, I'll get off my soapbox here in a second, but just, in addition to augmenting all of your automatic communications, in addition to looking through your digital ads that are running right now, making sure that they are COVID-19 uh, sensitive. there I still see ads in my newsfeed from colleges and universities with you know students high-fiving and, and whatnot. Um, those are all within your power as an admissions professional and absolutely should be something that are audited but in addition to those, you know, automated communications, go over and above every week to send out communications to especially accepted students who are incredibly concerned and, and unsure about what, again, the fall will bring. Um, communicate, communicate, communicate. You know, I, I think that uh, the school, no no one is saying that schools are communicating with them too much about uh, what is or is not going to happen this fall. So um, with that, I think that's all we've got for, for you all today. If you haven't already, please share second look with your colleagues in higher ed and you can shoot us an email with any feedback that you might have at Zach Z A C H at enrollify.org or Matt M A T T. Is it Matt or Matthew? Actually Matt,
1: it's Matthew Matthew T H E W. Yes.
0: Matthew at enrollify.org Um, Thank you guys for, for tuning in today and we will see you next week. If you are an enrollment marketer working in marketing and communications or enrollment management and would be willing to be interviewed on the podcast, or if you have an idea for a topic that you'd like to hear covered on the podcast, please reach out directly to me at Zach, Z-A-C-H, at enrollify.org. We sincerely look forward to working with you to make Enrollify the most trusted, go-to, digital resource for enrollment marketers out there.